Hello, this is Glenn. Welcome to another episode of Difficult Questions. This time, I want to talk about health. Specifically, do we actually care about health? And unlike last time's episode where I talked about religion and politics and said I really didn't have a dog in that fight, I really care about this one. So I'm going to try to separate my emotions as best as possible. However, one of the things I also really hold to be true is health is, is actually very personal and you know you best. So I'm going to take you on a journey through my health experiences and the reactions to that and why I had these these reactions. And hopefully they speak to you because I, I do have questions on whether we actually care about health and especially other people's health. So here we go. <laughs> I started out as, as I said, an awkward kid, but at one point I also started gaining a lot of weight. And um, I was around, what, third, third grade or so, fourth grade, I started to, to be a, a big kid. And at one point, my my mother just said, you're, you're joining Weight Watchers. And this was abhorrent to me. <laughs> I ha I'm a kid. I'm joining Weight Watchers. But I was also so malleable as a personality. I, I could be formed that I just accepted it. And okay, my mom's putting me on a diet. So I, I did that. However, uh, after I had lost that weight, I then tried to do that to my other friends and my other friends got really offended. One, because I probably wasn't their mother, so they wouldn't just accept that criticism. But two, they said, you know, if you like me for who I am, you would support me and you wouldn't tell me I'm fat, which is a point. You know, I, I, I was making them sad. So right now we're talking about physical health, but it easily leads into mental health. I, I think the two are very, uh, they play together a lot. So we'll, we'll also get into that. So I'm telling my, my, my friends, hey, you got to lose weight. You're, it's unhealthy. And they're saying, hey, man, back off. <laughs> if, you, if you like me for who I am, you need to not pressure me about this. So then I learned that. Uh, my mother was into this idea that I had allergies. My grandfather had really bad allergies. And so everybody had to, to fight against allergies. We grew up in Sacramento, which is a lot of trees and allergy. So we had to get allergy shots to prevent the allergies from flaring up. But I never felt that the allergy shots did any good. I And actually, I always felt sick. I didn't like it. But my mother was kind of a one of those helicopter moms before helicopter moms. So, you know, on the support side, there's a there's parental, you get support side and challenge side. And mother usually does support side and dad usually does challenge side. And um, so she was kind of doing this. We have to prevent, we have to, we have to make sure our, my baby is safe. But so I would go into for these allergy shots and I, I never felt 
good about it. And I did them all the way through, uh, I think I was 18 and I never felt it helped me. In fact, at one point there, there was this big asthma craze where people were kicking around, Oh, maybe you have asthma, maybe you have asthma. And, And I think a lot of people get, um, they get comfort in finding in defining what the problem is. But I always felt just not that the the allergy medicine wasn't helping. And at some point, sometimes my lungs would kind of close up and you have asthma, but I was already the awkward kid. There was no way I was going to be the sick kid too. Right. That, That was just, I couldn't take that. I was like, I'm not the sick kid. And I fortunately had the genetics to not be the sick kid arguably. And people that, that have problems and conditions, I mean, I don't know how they live their lives because I couldn't be that. I mean, I'm really impressed with people that have these chronic issues through no fault of their own or whatever, however they got it, you know, that, that man that weighs on me heavy. So I remember going to my doctor and saying, are you saying I have asthma? And he's, and it was this conversation where he's like, do you want asthma? No, I don't want asthma. But some people wanted that stamp. They wanted to know what was wrong. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly trying not to be the sickly kid. And, but I have these, uh, sometimes I get, I, I get sick four or five times a year, and then that goes into an infection, a sinus infection, which drips into a lung infection, which then closes up my lungs. And so then I'm on antibiotics, and I know that I'm taking antibiotics. And um, it after, after you take so many antibiotics, the, the bacteria gets resistant. So it's not good that you're constantly on antibiotics. And they would make me feel ill. They, some of them made my esophagus feel cold. And so I was just miserable. And this is all physical health stuff, but it's really just making me sad. And people are trying to make me the sick guy in my mind. They're trying to make me the sick guy. I'm not the sick guy. And uh, then finally, I, I remember taking a vial of mucus to my my GP and saying, what does this mean? <laughs> And he, he just looked at it, he's like, I don't know, man. Medicine is a practice. And I, but I was so determined to figure out to not be the sick guy that I, I made him refer me to, I've, I've finally convinced him to refer me to an ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor. And my, my septum was deviated. There was a, a kink in it. And so the, um, the infection would never go away. It was fully, it was always just living in me. So once that got cleared up, once I had surgery, my life changed, changed my life. I was no longer the sick kid. I think that we don't support health. We just expect good health. And the people that are really in support of good health and, and maintaining good health are one, athletes or people that that have good health that that use their bodies and their health to forward themselves to give themselves like an identity i think those people are proponents of good health and i think people that have come back from illness mental illness or physical illness illness those people 
are proponents of good health, but everyone else just expects good health. And if we have ill health, well, you need to go see somebody. Don't get your ill health on me. And especially if it's contagious, right? But, you know, I, I had a friend, I was talking to him about depression and he said, you know, I have numbers for you to call. Hey man, I'm just talking to you. But people get threatened by that. We've actually trained ourselves that there are professionals to talk to. And I think we are, we don't want to deal with illness. Uh, we have, you know, there's acute illness, there's reoccurring illness, and there's chronic illness. And I think surrounding people that are ill, we can deal with acute illness, especially if we have a, a d definitive solution for it. You broke an arm. I know how to get that fixed. You go here, you get this cast, you, and it's done. And then, and then you're, you're better later. With reoccurring, we get kind of frustrated. I mean, I was personally getting frustrated on my own reoccurring illness with these sinus infections, but people around me, why can't Glenn go to this? Oh, well, he can't breathe. Why can't Glenn? Oh, man, I just want Glenn to be okay. I just want Glenn to be normal. I, I don't want to have a sick friend. You're not sick. And because uh, I want you to be around me and I want you to be healthy and happy. Uh, and then there's there's chronic where we really don't know what to do. And a lot of times we shy away from those people. And we talk about mental illness. We can talk about thing, uh, physical ailments that just don't get solved. And people start distancing themselves. Uh, I was talking about how I was, my mother was kind of the helicopter mom. Well, my dad was very much the, come on, wussy, get over it kind of guy. And I remember telling him a story about getting my teeth cleaned and I hadn't done correct, I hadn't cleaned them correctly for a while. And so I had to go in for two days, like deep cleaning. And it was low level torture, I called it. I, it was really just painful. And I was telling him that after it got done, I just wanted to crawl in a corner. And I knew what, I knew what kind of what torture was. I knew that just feeling so bad was. And he just looked at me and he said, you're a Dunsweiler. What are you talking about? And I think, a lot of times that's the reaction that the public has. If I have a mental illness, if I have sadness, if I have depression, if I have anxiety, people can't see that anxiety themselves because health is personal. They have no idea. They have no reference. They can't see the external reason for your anxiety. And they just say, I, uh, get over it. What are you talking about? Or they say, go see somebody. I can't help you. Get it off of me. Right. That's a get your health, your bet, your, your, your ill health off of me. And uh, it it's it just it's pervasive in our, our culture because we're always looking for the immediate gratification. We're always looking for the good thing. And physical health takes a long time and you have to maintain it and it's work and no one gets joy from your physical health unless it's physical joy of looking at your body that's physically um, in good shape or because you're an athlete I get to watch you do sports really well but other than that we get no joy from that so we're we're always kind of standoffish about about health and even though we've 
for 10 years, or at least that I've been aware, tried to make mental health a real thing. Um, interestingly, when COVID hit, right, no one would say it directly, but physical health took precedent over mental health. I don't care if you're sad, get inside and don't make contact with people. We have to not get people physically ill. So physical health here, mental health here. And yeah, mental health is, but talk to somebody. But now, now we're 10 months in and people, mental health is starting to creep in. The We haven't gotten rid of the virus. So people are angry and they need something to blame. You know, mother nature is going to do what mother nature does. And Mother Nature preys on humans' vulnerability, at least in viruses. So we're social animals and it keeps spreading. And people are, well, it's the anti-maskers' fault. If, if, if the people that just wore masks all the time, it would be better. Granted, arguably, sure, it could be. I mean, it's hard to trace, but yes, absolutely. It knocks down uh, variables. But what are you going to do about that? Are you going to stay angry about the people that you don't even know that are not wearing masks? Because now your mental health is affected. And I'm telling you, when I first moved to L.A. five years ago, what am I doing with my life? I did this huge major life shift. I'm a my family is filled with pretty emotionally stable and mentally stable people. But I saw depression. I saw it in the corner because I wake up every morning and I didn't feel like getting out of bed because I had no idea what I was going to do. How am I going to succeed? And that started to weigh heavy on me. So I realized that mental health is real and that starts to affect your physical health. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to exercise. And therefore my physical health started to deteriorate. And with COVID, you know, you need to keep up your immune system. So you need to be exercising. You need to be, well, again, I'm not telling you what to do because it's a very personal thing, but I would suggest that you need to be happy because happy helps your brain. Happy helps your body. You exercise, you find joy, make yourself stronger. And I think people we are so used to having good health that when ill health is threatening us, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. And the, the, the people that have come back from an illness are the people that are saying, take care of yourselves. Got to be happy. Stop being angry at the anti-maskers. Do whatever. And the, the here, okay, here's the difficult thing. Absolutely difficult. So there are some people that have anxiety. I used to have a friend that she would get anxious about stuff. I said, what are, you, what are you doing? What's your problem? They actually have anxiety about putting things over their face, right? Now, you can say, because humans are humans and they will take any advantage. If there's some person that's just looking to be, I'm an independent person, you can't tell me what to do, they will use that as an excuse to not put something over their face. But you don't know their motivation unless they admit their motivation because they know them best like you know you best. So why spend time second-guessing them? Move on. Stay away from the people that aren't wearing the masks. Worry about the people around you. Worry about your world. 
and try and, and remain happy. That's my advice. That's, but that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of anger around. And so this kind of idea that mental health or physical health is affecting or the idea of failing physical health is affecting mental health. When in 2005, I was in a huge motorcycle accident, broke my leg and hip, had to relearn how to walk. So I understand before I didn't exercise much. I didn't I, exercise was kind of not something that I did. Right. And in, in the U.S., we kind of get into this. Well, I have a desk job and I'm living this life and this life and I'm not paying attention to my physical health. But. When you have to relearn how to walk, when all those little muscles that you developed when you were a toddler jumping around, all that's gone and you have to rebuild that, you realize, oh, this physical health thing. When people say at least you have your health, they know what they're talking about. This means something, right? So I'm one of those people that I've had my physical health knocked down and I had to fight back. I've had my mental health knocked down and I've had to fight back. Fortunately, mental health, not so bad because I know people and I, I read about people and working with home. I work a lot with homeless people. So you have this major mental illness. I've not experienced that, but I know that I don't know what they know because I know things that they don't. I, I, I know me best. So moving forward, I've just this this whole physical health, mental health thing and COVID, I'm thinking, guys, stay happy, stay healthy. Health matters. Physical health matters. Keep your immune system up. Keep exercising. You get older, you can't get up from the ground anymore. Get down there, get back up, get down there, get back up, build those muscles. Don't let that stuff go. And mental health matters. You got to stay happy. You got to stay positive. You have to find a reason to, to live. I'm also kind of a quality of life over life for life's sakes kind of guy where, hey, what is the quality of life you're living? Are you living just to live or, or you actually enjoy your life? Get to that point. Care about health. That is my diatribe. What do you think about our attitudes towards health, physical and mental? And in COVID, have we done this thing where physical is more important than mental health, even though mental health is really important? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Thanks.